What's up, everybody? This is your girl, author Monique Duel, and welcome to the 93rd episode, wow, of Having a Moment with Moni radio show streaming here on the award-winning Hot Radio Network from Benin, Nigeria. Hey, family. Hey, I hope that you had a productive week, that you're one step closer to your goals and that you are thriving and doing well. Amen. Listen, y'all, before I get into it, I want to shout out uh, Chosen Counselors with a Z and Jen Cares for allowing me to kick off her October bonfire series where we were talking about um, the act of caregiving. It was phenomenal. You can check that out on her YouTube channel, Chosen, C-H-O-Z-E-N, Counselors, spelled the regular way, and you will see me up there. And uh, it was indeed a bonfire. The Lord met us there and we had a time. And so shout out to Jennifer for allowing me to be a part of her wonderful series of uh, phenomenal people that is you know, doing what God has called us to do and forging ahead despite the circumstances. Right. And also I want to shout out, uh, Latracy and, uh, her team and her staff for, uh, nominating me for the sexy with a pen literary award. So it is, uh, taking place on next month in Huntsville, Alabama, and your girl was nominated for one of the liter- the literary, good Lord, awards. And so I couldn't be more ecstatic. So I am grateful to God for all that he's doing, all the doors that he's opening. Uh, it has been a phenomenal week of um, trying to catch up <laughs> with my schoolwork and managing my time more wisely. And, uh, I am trying to do my best, y'all, seriously, because <laughs> when you, uh, you know, have these kinds of things going on and you're trying to better yourself and better your life, you know, the enemy not just going to let you do that. <laughs> you know, he's not. And so uh, we thank God that at every turn, God raised up a standard against him. And so it has been uh, exciting. It has been stressful. And all of those kinds of things. Uh, and so shout out to Dr. LaTracy from Black Authors Rock for the nomination and for allowing me to be among other phenomenal women uh, who are being nominated for the same award. Um, y'all, what can I say? You know, when you sit back and you take a... Um, Look over your life and see how far you have come, how far the Lord has brought you uh, it. Having a time of reflection. You know, it, it causes you to assess the people in your life, the places you've been, the boundaries you may have set or not set. Uh It makes you think about your dreams, your goals, and it makes you think about the future. Like what, what, what's next? You know, you, you think about what's next for you, you know, where, 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 where do you want to, you know, be within a certain amount of time? And, and what do you believe God is saying to you in these moments? Because life is happening so fast, y'all. It's like, here we are in October. We, we just not too long ago stepped into September. September did a drive by on us. Did it not? It's like, <laughs> so we've moved right along. We're heading into the holiday season. 
of course, they done skipped all over Halloween. They got the Christmas decorations up at Costco and BJ's and all that kind of stuff. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Halloween? Bye, Halloween. So uh, I, um, as I sat there and talked about um, giving care on uh, bonfire conversations, and we talked about what the Lord shared with me about bonfires or fire in general, it just it took my breath away, y'all, because when you think about fire, you know, you think about destruction and you think about heat and, you know, you think about smoke and fire is all consuming because God is an all consuming fire. He doesn't just come to to light up the, the section of you, you know, that that he wants to light up your whole the totality of your being in your spirit feels his fire when he shows up during your worship and your personal devotion time think about it if you like if you set something on fire it is going to consume everything the more it spreads the more it consumes it it just doesn't section off a little part and go okay she only lit me on this end so let me just burn this end and stay right here no that fire is going to fire whatever it's in its path and as a result of the fire not only do you see the flame you feel the heat and you experience the smoke and so there are some areas in all of our lives, well, we need God to light that thing up. <laughs> Let's be honest. We need him to torch the madness out of it. Okay. Because we, that's what purging is. Purging is allowing the fire of God to consume you in an area so that the enemy, oh God, here we go. The enemy can't use that against you anymore. He is the accuser of the brethren, the word says. And so once you have been purged in an area, listen, they, they he can say whatever he want and he could do whatever he want in this particular area. And it will not even phase you. Why? Because you've been purged in the area. You know, it, it, you've been purged from it. Psalm 51 says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. You you want God to free you from guilt and free you from the sting of the sin that does so easily beset you. And we're supposed to do this daily. We're supposed to submit ourselves to God on a daily basis. First of all, we're supposed to pray for the Holy Spirit's conviction and ask the Holy Spirit to help us. We We have to. And then when we pray, number two. Ask God to forgive you for your sins. When you go before his presence, that's the first thing you should be asking. Then, of course, number three, you got to remove yourself from the problem. You can't ask God to free you from the sin and you're still entertaining the ingredients of the sin. You can't do that. that <laughs> that's like an alcoholic sitting at the bar with a full bar going, I'm good. No, he at some point that alcohol is going to call his name because that's that's his thing. Everybody has a thing. You and I have a thing. Your thing ain't my thing. My thing ain't your thing. And here's the part, the accountability part. This is the part that we don't want. We I don't I ain't got to tell nobody. Listen, you need to be accountable. You need to be accountable. A lot. Ask the Lord. Who you can trust 
to be accountable to. Because if you're going through your process of being delivered from something, you need somebody on your side who sure enough loves God and knows how to pray in the spirit so that when you are tempted by whatever that thing is and you're not strong enough or, or to resist the temptation or you're so distracted that you don't even see that you're going right in the direction of the thing that you're trying to be delivered from, the Lord will prick your accountability partner and say, hey, pray for her. Pray for her. And find a scripture. Find a scripture that deals specifically with what you're dealing with. Because it's in there. It's in there. There's, there is a scripture for whatever it is that you're dealing with, whether it's direct or indirect. Meditate on the word. The word says this, Hi, Lord, thy word have I hid in my heart. See, that's the thing that I might not sin against thee. You have to get the word deep rooted in your spirit so that it'll be like second nature to you the word will find you when you're in these situations and 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 the holy spirit will say no don't go there don't do that don't talk to him don't talk to her and if you find yourself falling deal with the offense quickly you get up and be like oh god i'm sorry don't sit there ruminate going, oh, my God, I should have done it. And going for days and weeks and months. No, no, no. That, there's no condemnation unto those who are in Christ Jesus. And this is the, this is the best part. Discern. Discern what the issue is. God, is my will lining up with your will? Am I doing what you've called me to do? Am I do? Am I going in the right direction with the right people? Why am I constantly falling for this sin right here? What, what, where, where does the root? What is the root problem? What is the root cause? Be like John 15 and two say, Lord, every branch of me that does not bear fruit, take it away. Prune it that I may bear more fruit. Because, God, I want to be uh, honorable. I want to be a vessel, you know, an honorable vessel for you. Set apart as holy. Fit for the master's use and ready for every good work. That's Second Timothy 2.21. We got to walk in the light. And if we got to st- and if we don't walk in the light, there's no other place to walk than darkness. There's no in between. There's we don't walk in shadows. We either walk in lightness Light, (laughs) lightness, whatever, lightness or darkness. That's what I want to say. Lightness or darkness. God, thank you that you are a refiner and a purifier. You refine us like gold and silver so that we will so that we will be righteous unto you. We're not righteous on our own. Y'all, y'all know, y'all do know that, right? Excuse me. We got to pursue deliverance we we have to pursue purging i know listen it's fall y'all don't put the summer clothes away hopefully you you purge your closet right so what do you do you go in the closet you go through the stuff that was from last season and either you decide to pack it up and keep it for next season if it's beneficial to you you can still fit it it's still wearable And it's not raggedy or whatever. 
if it still fits you and suits you, you pack it away and put it in the closet. And then you bring to the forefront your fall clothes because you are in a different season than you were before. So then you, oh God, I need y'all to catch that. So you bring out your fall clothes and your Ugg boots and all that. And you prepare yourself for the change in climate. Oh my God. (laughs) Purging is the spiritual changing of our spirit's climate so that we can forge ahead of what God has called us to do. We're changing our spiritual climate. We, we are purging ourselves from the old man, the old things. He that is in Christ is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We got, we done got rid of the old self or we were supposed to. And we do it daily. If we confess our sins unto God, John, first John one and nine says he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness purging. It's time for us to clean house, y'all. This is what God is saying to us. We, we got to get it together. The summer is gone. We're in the fall. In the morning, it's cold. In the middle of the day, it's still a little warm. And then at nighttime, it gets cool again. There's a few exceptions. Sometimes it don't get cool again. It stays kind of the same temperature, but it is officially fall. We are officially in a new season. We are officially in a new month. We, we're going through our closets, trying to find our fall stuff, getting ourselves together for the winter. We already, you know, pre- preparing for the holiday season. We're way up there and it hasn't even happened yet. And this is what the enemy does to us. He he causes us to to overthink and and and, you know, over exaggerate and all this kind of stuff when something ain't happened yet. Prepare with God for what he has for you to do. Prepare for the best in God. Understand that it's going to come with some challenges and some trials and tribulations. That's what purging is. You don't listen. You don't want to put your summer clothes away because some of us have a favorite season. You can still wear a T-shirt in the winter if you want to, but you better have a coat on. You better be equipped for the season that you're in. And if you choose to use something from a previous season, it better be something that God. Oh, yeah, it better be something that God has given you. Otherwise, you're tainting your purging process. Oh, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. If it's 30 degrees outside. And I choose to go outside with flip flops. Shorts and a tank top. Not only do I look like a fool, but my body feels the effects of my choices because I am dressed for the wrong season. Don't you understand that as you forge ahead in life and stuff, whatever it is you're doing. Whether it's right or wrong, your body. Your spirit, your inner man is feeling the effects of your obedience or your disobedience. I said it before. <coughs> Listen, second Peter three and nine says the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. 
It should be an automatic thing. You should want to repent and want to be purged so that you can bear more fruit. If you have if you have a yard and you have trees outside, the leaves are falling. And the leaves are the most beautiful thing when they fall off the trees. They're 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 turning, you know, reddish, golden, brown. They're a beautiful sight to see. But it marks the end of a season and the beginning of a new one. We can clearly see that the leaves time on the trees are up for this season. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Their time is up. They fell without. Listen, they knew exactly when to start falling. They didn't tarry. They didn't ask nobody's opinion. They didn't consult the other trees and say, oh, you think we should fall now? Uh, I think it's too early. I'm going to wait to see if y'all fall first and tell me how it feels. This is what we do. Hallelujah. We sit there and try to get other people's opinion on what God has told us to do like they know. They don't know. Listen, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. If they don't know God, how the heck are they going to tell you what God wants you to do? Uh-oh. The leaves ain't consult nobody. They fell at the appropriate time. They didn't wait. They didn't they didn't fall too early and they didn't fall too late. They fell at their appointed time so that the tree can prepare itself for winter. The leaves are not necessary for the tree anymore because that season for the leaves has passed. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. Saints, friends, Lottie Dottie and everybody. It's time. It's time to let the mess fall. Out your life. Let that mess go out of your life. It's a new season. Everybody's saying it's an open door season. Listen, (laughs) it's only an open door season if God opens the door for you. But if he doesn't open the door for you, it's not your open door season. Because some of the things that God wants to open up to you, you are not ready for because you will not allow yourself to be purged. You ever seen the movie The Purge? They had a whole series of them. And in these movies, they had a time. And in this allotted time, they can destroy whatever's around them, people, places and things. The last movie, I think, is called The Forever Purge, where it's continual. They're continuously getting rid of people places and things that don't serve them now this movie you know in a spiritual sense in a spiritual sense that's what god wants he wants us to be in a perpetual state of allowing him to purge us as we grow unlimited when we're moving into a new season and a new area or a new era with god we have to be purged so that we can contain the power and the strength and the wherewithal that he's given us to do what he's called us to do in a particular season. (coughs) If we're in a different level at a different level with God, and I always use this analogy like an elevator, you could get in the elevator all you want to, but it's not going to move unless somebody is pushing the button, whether it's you or somebody on a previous floor pushing the button because you took too long. The elevator isn't going to move. The door will close, but the elevator ain't going to move. And at some point, the door will open back up because it's not being used. And like manner, purging is the same way. If, if, if we just if we sit there and do nothing, 
we're not going to go anywhere. And the window that God and the windows and the doors that God has designed to open for us, he will shut them. He shuts doors no man can open. (laughs) He opens doors no man can shut. So we have to allow God unlimited access to us. So that we can maneuver in the right season. Let the leaves of your life fall and die. They're of no use to you. It is a brand new season. We are in the fall season. So it's time for things to fall off. It's time for the uh, for us to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. It's time for it to fall off. It shouldn't affect you like that anymore. There are certain things that we have walked with God long enough. It shouldn't even be a conversation or an issue. It should be an automatic no because we know that it does not please the Lord, nor does it serve us mentally, spiritually, or emotionally. Or physically for that matter. It's not hard. Our flesh wars against the spirit. The flesh and spirit don't agree and never will. It's in the word. You expect your flesh to be okay with purging. Uh, You expect your flesh to be okay with discipline and exercise. It's not. I'm a witness. I told y'all last week that I was falling by the wayside because I started my classes late. I didn't even start at the time that they gave me. And I had to work twice as hard to catch up and be in the in sync with the class schedule. Had to work twice as hard. I had to stay up late. I had to cancel plans and all that stuff. Why? Because I was off track, off course and off task. And overwhelmed. Because now I was piled on. Had I set my time aside and managed my time wisely and disciplined myself in preparation for this class, because I knew it was coming, I signed up for it. And like, man, you signed up to be a Christian, a, a, a son. I'm sorry, not a Christian, a son and a daughter of God. You signed up to be in this relationship with God when you gave him a real yes. So now it is your duty. To manage this relationship, to tend to the relationship, to draw nigh to God, to hear what the spirit is saying to you, to be obedient to his instructions, to do what he said, do to not do what the Lord has said not to do. Or else you're going to have to work twice as hard. <laughs> and then you're going to be overwhelmed because the enemy going to make sure of it. He's going to allow anxiety to, to, uh, to come in, he's going to allow frustration and all that to come in. He's going to allow you to to almost feel like you losing your natural mind. Why? Because you took your sweet time and didn't step into the new season that you clearly signed up for. Oh, my. Oh, God. Hey, glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. <laughs> God, I want a new season. God, I want a, I need a, a change of scenery. Okay. Uh, but understand that what you ask for comes with requirements. It comes with requirements. <laughs> it comes with requirements. <laughs> it comes with stipulations and expectations. God has expectations of you. Just like you, we have expectations of him to fulfill his word. God has the expectation that you're going to fulfill 
the obedience that is assigned to you. Oh, yeah, obedience is assigned to you. You ain't know that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His gifts and callings are without repentance. There's obedience that's assigned to you. And guess what? The enemy has set up disobedience as an alternative for you to choose. However, the Lord expects you to choose him daily. While God has predestined an obedience for you with rewards that no man can meet or match, the enemy has devised destruction and disobedience for you as well. He comes, the enemy comes only but, and I explained that about 10 shows back, the significance of the wording of that scripture. But for to kill, steal, and destroy, that's all he's capable of doing. He's not capable of doing anything else but killing, stealing, and destroying. And he's only capable of doing it if you allow him to. <laughs> we got a choice. But we don't we 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 wanna we wanna think that we're stronger than God and we're smarter than God and that we could do it better than God, only to find out we cannot and will not. And don't <clears throat> how foolish we are to think that we know better than an omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent God. And God is so faithful to us that he's made a way of escape for everything that we face. He's made a way of escape so that we're able to bear whatever it is we've gotten ourselves into. Because no temptation is such as common to man. <laughs> There's no temptation. Listen, temptation is more than than a singing group. We are able through the fruit of the spirit of self-control. To free ourselves from the old way of thinking, free ourselves from these toxic friendships and relationships and business partnerships and mindsets. Stinking thinking in your own mind, because a lot of it, most of it, 99.99% of it is us. And the decisions we make based on these thoughts, you thought wrong. Find out what God is saying about you and what the issue is with you, because we all got some issues. Look, don't you take your car to the dealership for diagnostic work when it don't sound right and it don't quite act right. And you find out if you if you got common sense, you don't let it faster because then the problem gets bigger and the bigger the problem is, the more expensive it costs. Oh, my God. Today, the longer you let that mess fester in you or whatever, the more listen, the more it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's going to cost you something. May cost you a little, may cost you a lot, but it'll cost you. (laughs) The moment you know that something's not right in your spirit, you better take your butt to God and go, okay, God, something ain't right. What's up? Father, reveal to me what's, what's happening. God doesn't have us ignorant of Satan's devices. We allow ourselves to be ignorant. Talking about uh, ignorance is bliss. Says who? The devil is a lie. What you don't know can hurt you. What you don't know will be used against you by the enemy. 
You have the right to remain silent and do nothing. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> but in Christ Jesus, you also have the right to life and life more abundantly. You have the right to healing, deliverance. You have the right to go into the secret place of the most high God and sup with him. You have the right to access all of the uh, amenities and the favor because you are a child of the king. Come on, somebody. Come on. And when you find yourself in these predicaments that you know ain't of God, it ain't brain surgery, y'all. We got to stop playing with God. We know we ain't right. We know we ain't right. In an area, start there. Start with the things that you do know that you're not doing that God is not pleased with and let him carry you the rest of the way because he will. Go in the bonfire with God. I Oh, God, I dare you to go into the bonfire with God and let him consume. Oh, God. Oh, dear. hey, 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 I, I dare you. Oh, God, I dare. Oh, my. Oh, I feel you, Holy Spirit. Mm. I'd rather be in a fire with God. My God today. Ooh, didn't go to go through the fire and be burned and singed alone and still miss God. But you got to go by faith and trust him. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. 24, 7, 365. He knows what he's doing. And you think you know what you're doing. You think you outsmarted the fox. You don't outslick the slickster. Can I tell you that you haven't? You haven't. Come on. Come on, y'all. Purge. Purge. (laughs) Present your body as a living sacrifice. Holy unto God, which is your reasonable service. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Understand that only what you do for Christ will last. Get in God's face. Get into the presence of God and stay there till he releases you. Let me tell you, there's nothing more important than the presence of God and the power of God. Ain't nothing happening out here that exciting. Ain't nothing going on out here. It ain't that serious, but it is that serious in the spirit. They can wait. That job can wait. Everything else can wait. Go into the presence of God. (sighs) Expect. And expect the Lord to show up. Expect the Lord to show up. I just gave you the five steps of purge and expect. (laughs) I can't say them again. God just gave them to me. Go back and listen to the replay. Expect the Lord to show up. If you engage him in the way that he desires, expect him to show up for you. Purge. We don't want to give up nothing. We don't even want to give up a meal to fast. 
And listen, let me tell y'all something about fasting. And I said this before, if you're not fasting to break the bondages and the sins over your life and all that, you're just, you're just not, you're just giving up food and marking time. The word says, is, is this not the fast that I have chosen? Is this not the fast that I have chosen? Meaning God, is this not the fast that I have chosen? Because anything else is, is frivolous. I mean, my God. Y'all, y'all hear my stomach? This is crazy. You can hear everything on this microphone. This is hilarious. Isaiah 58 and 6 says, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness? Purge. <laughs> this is why you purge to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and that you break the yokes of bondage that you break every yoke. That is the purpose of fasting. Anything else you don't fast to lose weight. You don't fast to lose weight. Your body is not designed for that because soon as you do, your body is going to overcompensate when it's hungry and, and eat itself and you're not losing any weight anyway. The only way you're going to start losing weight is if you get into the mode where you're literally starving your flesh. This is why you have to go to God. For those of us who are trying to meet our weight loss goals, ask the Lord what to give up, what foods to eat, what foods not to eat. There's a book out and I can't think of the name of it, but it talks about breaking the addiction of food. It talks about breaking the addiction of food. And in the book, the, the, the husband and wife talked about how they sought God to free themselves from craving sugar and sweets and unhealthy foods. And the Lord did it for them. Why? Because they were serious. They wanted different. They wanted to move into a new season of health in their bodies. It's called breaking the strongholds of food. <clears throat> and I'm trying to look it up y'all. So I can tell y'all who, who um, is the author. Here it is. It's called Breaking the Strongholds of Food, How We Conquered Food Addictions and Discovered a New Way of Living by Michael L. Brown with his wife, Nancy Brown. That is a great book. Because it's teaching you how to get to the root of why. You either overeat or undereat. Why you addicted to sugar. And he also has a couple of YouTube videos. He has um, a video called Breaking the Stronghold of Food by Dr. Michael Brown. It's on, a, on YouTube. The, the video is dated April 3rd, 2017. <clears throat> and he has a series where he's answering questions and everything. Listen, God has given us help out here for whatever it is that we're facing. But if we don't want help then we we going to stay where we at and that's your choice. But if you want help, there's all kinds of tools and resources out here to help us get to the expected end with God. Okay? Purge. <clears throat> Throw yourself into the bonfire. Let the Lord have his way with you, with you. <clears throat> and let him work through you. Because he knows the plans he has for you. You don't know. <laughs> and those plans give you an expected end. And it is for your good and his glory. Think about it. Everything God has brought you through was for your good. Even the stuff that you hate. 
I'm a witness to that. We don't see the benefit and the beauty in it until we come through it. We got to get through it and then we see it. What an honor and a privilege, privilege it is to be used of God. What an honor and a privilege it is to be a carrier of his Holy Spirit. To be his temple. To be used as his mouthpiece. Because whether you believe God or not does not negate his existence. Just because you don't believe in the Holy Spirit because you've never experienced him does not negate his existence. And don't let people uh, try to um, discredit the call of God on your life or discredit your relationship with God just because they don't believe. That's a trick of the enemy. They believe that if they sit in a chair that the chair is going to hold them up. They believe in that toxic relationship that they're in. They believe that... Uh, that, you know, whatever sin that they're in that is benefiting them for whatever reason, that's why you're still in it. Because you believe in it. If you didn't believe in it, you would be out of it. You have to want to be, listen, you have to want to be delivered more than you want to stay bound in order to be delivered. You got to want it bad enough to get out. You got to want it bad enough to not stay in the same shape that you're in. You got to want it bad enough. You got to want freedom more than you want bondage. Oh God, thank you. <laughs> How bad do you want it? We love the Lord today. We love him and we honor his presence today. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ that I've just talked to you about in the pardon of your sins, this part is for you. You came to the right place. If you want to be saved and become a son or daughter of God, it's simple. We don't over talk it. We don't overthink it. Repent is the first step. Father God, I repent for my sins. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I did it. I know that it offended you. And I'm and I'm asking you to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Second step, invite him to your heart. To be your Lord and Savior. Father, I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you are the true and living God. That you was crucified. That you was buried and you rose on the third day with all power in your hands for my stinking sins. God, be my Lord and Savior. I don't know what that means. I need you to show me and teach me how to love you and to serve you. If you add, if you did those two things, congratulations, you are now in the body of Christ is it's, it's, it's as simple as that. The word says it's like this. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be. If thou will confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, <laughs> come on and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Mm hmm. That's Romans 10 and 9. Read it. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth that the if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. There was a penalty for our sins that we could not pay. God paid the penalty in full. So we owe him. And if you have not experienced the person of the Holy Spirit, he is a person, not an it. Put some respect on his name. 
Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. F-I-L-L. He will fill you with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now understand that you're going to babble with syllables unless the Lord just decides to just take you right on in and mature your tongue subtly. He can do what he wants. He's God like that. But if he doesn't, you're going to babble and it's not going to make sense to you. You're talking spirit to spirit to God. So, you you know, as 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 babies, you know, we learned how to babble syllables until we were able to put together coherent sentences of words. Likewise, in the spirit. And we we build up our spirit, man, by praying in the spirit more than we pray in the flesh. In our natural language, I'm going to say it like that. So. Make sure that you're praying more of the spirit because the enemy doesn't know what you're saying. But listen, he going to try it. He going to try to tell you you ain't saying nothing. You waste your time. Keep going. Why is he telling you that if it's not doing anything? Listen, the power of prayer is so I'm going to talk about that one. The power of prayer is so phenomenal. I I don't have time, y'all, because my time is almost up. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. That's the word men are always to pray. Prayer can do a whole 180 in somebody's life. The power of prayer, the word and the worth of prayer. You ever hear the old saints, for those who know the word or worth of prayer, pray my strength in the Lord. Listen, prayer changes things. I'm a witness. Prayer shifts atmospheres. Prayer raises bodies from the dead. Prayer. Prayer. Manifest creative miracles. Prayer. If two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst. Oh, I dare you. And pray in the spirit. <laughs> oh, baby, let me tell you something. The enemy can't stand you. And once you done done all that, <clears throat> excuse me, shop for a church home. Say it with me. Don't just join the church because Mama Pookie and them, Shay Shay and Ray Ray go there. That ain't where God wants you to be. This is not listen. This is not a collective effort for some of us. God wants us to himself to be able to to purge us and use us for his glory. We can't do that under familiar territory. <clears throat> uh Oh, we can't do that under familiar covering just because you're comfortable with somebody that you think is qualified to pastor you. That's not what God wants. Seek him. Go there. Find out if they're teaching the inerrant word of God. Find out if they're accountable to anybody. Find out how they punish disobedience and things of that nature. Find out the structure of the church. What is it that they really believe is the pastor living the life that he preaches about, he or she preaches about after he say amen. Not perfection. We, we're not searching for perfection because we're not perfect. We stop putting these people on pedestals. They're flawed flesh like you. But there's a lifestyle change that comes with serving God that should be evident in everything that we do. If they look carnal and your spirit says that they're carnal, that's the Lord telling you that they're carnal. And once you find your tribe, allow the Lord to minister to you for a while before you join the ministry and all that. We don't want you out here bleeding. Yes, we know he called you to preach to the nations and the galaxies and all that stuff. We get it. We know that you have the anointed voice to to sing until the demons flee. We get that. We understand it. We're not negating it. 
We want God to use you, but we want him to use you in a healthy way. Let him do the work in you. Sit still. Let the Lord lead you. Don't let nobody put you in these auxiliaries and things like that just because they, they, you know, it's like ambulance chasers. They, they, when you're in an accident, they know fresh meat when they see it. They're like, oh, I got, I got a new person to groom and use. No, you don't. Stop letting these church people put you in bondage. You heard what I said. Stop it. If God said no, the answer is no. I don't care who they are and what position they hold. Oh, well. Because at the end of the day, they're not coming to your rescue. They're not going to listen. Did <laughs> Okay, I ain't got time. Stop it. Stop allowing them to use you and take advantage of you for their gain. Get out of there. Yeah, I said it. See, because a lot of this stuff that these churches and I'm going to say these buildings that call themselves churches, a lot of the stuff that they're doing ain't even biblical, even in the least bit. Stop following this mess. That's, this is why you have your own relationship with Christ. He will tell you how to serve him. We are the church. We go into the building to worship. A lot of this stuff in these quote unquote services ain't even biblical. Uh oh. A lot of the stuff that they doing talking about it's anointed, not. And the Lord will tell you that. But you won't know that if you don't have a relationship with him. You'll fall right into their trap. And you you'll be groomed for carnality. Oh God. Oh, 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 I just felt that. Hey, hey, hey. Woo! Jesus, I got to go. I love y'all. I love y'all. Let the Lord use you. You don't let everybody else and everything else use you and take advantage of you and deplete you. Now it's time to receive the blessing from the Lord who maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Let him in the day that you hear his voice, heart, not your heart. And listen, I'm all over social media. I'm on Facebook. Uh, TikTok wisdom app clubhouse youtube i'm onique dual on all of those i just said linkedin miss d rain m-s-d-e-e-r-e-i-g-n on instagram okay all of my books grief is a gangster handicapped mom lessons i learned through cerebral palsy jeremiah the jackrabbit how do i handle a special needs child and my co-authors 50 shades of pink a healing journey to self-love the power of god daily devotional for women too is on amazon caregiver cpr is on amazon and it is on the walmart app it's not on the store shelves it's only on the app and they are also on barnes and noble app thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of having a moment with moni my inbox is always open if you need prayer or need a word of encouragement i do respond just don't come in my inbox with the foolishness y'all seriously y'all can inbox me on facebook or instagram or whatever and i do respond and if i don't respond immediately just give me a moment y'all because Life is life. And I told y'all I'm in school and some other things are happening. We have um, been invited to uh, 
um, to be a part of some amazing events coming up. And as the dates get closer, I will share them because I'm uber excited. I can't wait to tell y'all. Thank you for your love and support, your prayers for everybody who has um, prayed and and listened to us daily. You can um, catch us every Friday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the award winning Hard Radio Network from Benin, Nigeria. Or you could catch the replays on um, all of the streaming apps for podcasts. This show is streaming on every podcast uh streaming service you could think of on every major one on every major platform thank you holy spirit i couldn't even think of the word i wanted to use i was trying to find it we are everywhere god has enlarged our territory head on over to my link tree that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash monique spell the regular way d-u-e-l-l you will see all the books and the um the merch this ability has merch it is hoodie season we got them and we got them all the way up to a 6X. So we got it. From the smallest to the largest, we got you covered. We got hoodies. We got hats and all kinds of things on the website that we're adding to it daily to get you ready for your fall, your winter, and everything in between. We got cups and mugs. So y'all go and support because we are gearing up for um, our holiday uh, baskets for our special needs families and we want to beat the goal that you know exceed the goal that we had last year last year our goal was five and we exceeded that because the Lord made a way and exceeded that we blessed 10 families so this year we want to be able to bless 15 families and we can't do it without your help so would you please ma'ams and please sirs consider buying some merch from the merch store or you can buy me a coffee I am on the Buy Me a Coffee app where just for $5, you can buy me a coffee to support this show. And I will put it um, underneath the description of the show so that you can find it and all that kind of stuff to be able to buy me a coffee. I am under Monique D-U-E-Y on Buy Me a Coffee. I don't know why it's spelled like that. That's what they put up there. But you can buy me a coffee for just $5. You can buy as many as you want to um Help us reach our goal. Amen. Amen. I love you. And before we go, you know what we're going to do. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We praise you because you're God and because you are good. Thank you for Pastor Daniel and the Heart Radio Network. Thank you for enlarging our territory. Thank you for having a moment with Moni as we creep up to our 100th episode. Father, you are so good and so faithful. Thank you for this 93rd episode, Father. Thank you that we are better now than when we started we thank you for all of your blessings that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow father i pray that you meet every need under the sound of my voice for your people are crying out to you father for help for hope for healing father they're in pain they are hurting father they're bruised and confused oh god they need you god they need your presence oh god father minister to them in the way that they know that it is you that is speaking to them and nudging at the at the um at the soul at their soul father at their heartstrings oh god i pray that they heart not their hearts when they feel your presence and sense your presence god help us to be obedient oh god you've given us the fruit of the spirit lord god to manage life you've given us your word which will not return to you void but it will accomplish where you sent it And best of all, you've given us your precious Holy Spirit who leads and guides us into all truth and righteousness. We thank you, God, for this week. You have taken us through our week. We give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. 
in Jesus name. Amen and amen. I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will see you next week. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of having a moment with Moni here on the award winning hot radio network from Benin, Nigeria. And I'm gone.